welcome to the first episode of my musings and i'm going to start this off with a, a bit of a confession you've heard of this statement around that public speaking is the number one fear for most people worldwide and until a few years ago i used to be among those people who dreaded public speaking that when i thought about it i would feel like if it's a meeting that i don't want to go to that meeting it was terrible and i didn't really realize this until i had to change jobs and to get to that maybe i should tell you a bit of this backstory so i started out my career in a newsroom i used to work with a new vision and as a journalist you get to attend meetings a lot you get to meet people you do interviews uh, most of them they're interpersonal so it's just maybe you interviewing someone so it's just the two of you or maybe you attend meetings and you're having to make contributions or maybe you're asking questions and things like that but you'd realize that you're not doing a lot of speaking like for instance if you have to stand up and speak for like a whole five minutes or ten minutes or things like that you're not making presentations and I had somehow been there and it was good and I was kind of walking through that at the time I didn't realize that I was really afraid of public speaking but there used to be moments when for instance uh, would be in conferences and before the conference starts everyone is required to introduce their names and then the microphone is being passed around on the table and as I'm watching the microphone approach me fear grips me and as it approaches I'm holding the microphone and I'm just praying that people do not see that my hands are shivering and if it required standing up I mean I would stand up but my knees I would almost feel like they're turning into jelly and then you know and that would be just saying my name out loud and I would always wonder why am I so afraid why why am i so scared i'm just saying my name like why is it so hard but i never really paid so much attention to it until i got this role where i was supposed to do a bit of communications and programming and i thought who my perception around the time about public relations was that i was going to be giving media interviews going to be making all sorts of presentations so when i thought about it i was like oh but brenda afraid of public speaking how exactly are you going to do these things without making a without making a fool out of yourself so now that was a problem presenting itself to me and i was like i have to fix this so i went online and researched about where i could take public speaking classes and toastmasters popped up I found a contact online, I called someone and she picked the phone and she told me that there's a meeting happening in a couple of days, a couple of Toastmasters club, she told me where it would be, it was going to be at Pretea Hotel and I went there. It was a big hall uh, with the seating or the seats arranged in a circular, circular way and in the podium in the middle. I remember sitting somewhere at the edge like at the very end of the where the chairs stopped and just looked at everyone speaking mesmerized and thinking how do they do it how can i be like them it was truly a wonderful experience my first meeting at toastmasters but then there, there came this part of the meeting called table topics where they pick out people 
randomly to give a speech for two minutes and I just held my head in my hands and just prayed that they didn't pick me because I was like oh my god let the ground swallow me let them not pick me I'm going to stand up and have to humiliate myself I was so much in my head that I was like god let them not pick me I was dreading it but luckily they did not so that was my first experience there and you know still I still had a lot of fear and then also you know I went back to work uh, and they realized that I didn't really have to do any speaking engagements so I was like okay who needs public speaking let's chill <laughs> so I never really went back to those masters and this was um, 2017 so I never really went back and I sat on my fear I don't recall when I felt that I needed to work on it because I went back to Toastmasters by the way so I started visiting occasionally uh, the time we used to have physical meetings I mean that was way before COVID and you know sitting in meetings admiring how people speak and thinking how do I be like them so eventually in 2018 I got the guts and I signed up and became a Toastmaster and that's how it all started I was like, I cannot let this fear control my life. And I want to speak up. I have stories to share. I have experiences I want to share with with people. But how do I get an opportunity to do that if I cannot speak up? So I went on a mission to fix me. I went on a mission to fix me, to address my public speaking fears. So joined Toastmasters, became a member of Kamala Toastmasters Club, got access to educational programs and the speeches we're supposed to do. The first speech that we give in Toastmasters is, uh, is called an icebreaker. It's called, uh, it's a bit of like an introductory speech where you're supposed to talk about yourself, who you are, and basically introduce yourself to people in the meeting and fellow club members. So, <laughs> guys, my first speech experience was something else so i went and wrote a speech and i had a mentor i sent it to them they browsed through it and she told me something which was very profound that i still remember today she told me that brenda when you stand up up there and you're giving your speech remember everyone is rooting for you and half of the people in the audience uh, are admiring you because they cannot do what you're what you're doing right now in that moment speaking up like giving a speech like half of the people want to be like you so and the nerves power through them and give your speech shout out to you linda that was very great advice time the day came for me to give my speech and we were still in that big conference room. <laughs> sometimes we'd go to Pretoria and you know, sometimes that meeting, that big meeting room would be new, so we'd get into smaller rooms. So there you wouldn't feel as intimidated because it kind of looked closed up and people held all together, so it didn't look like it was so big. But that day when I had to give my icebreaker, it was in the big conference room. So I go there and I stand up, I had, had rehearsed my speech. I stand up there in the middle and fear grips me. 
and i was like okay i'm already here i'm, I'm supposed to use the stage make movements use gestures to emphasize what i'm trying to say but i just stood there rooted in one spot and they just kind of rocked through my speech and this is something i've noticed about myself when i'm nervous i speak really fast so that's what i did i just gave that speech i don't know that i was even breathing i just rocked through it like i said now i don't know i don't remember what it was about i just know that i wanted to say it out loud finish it get off that stage so I just stood there i don't remember why i was focused but i tried to move my feet but somehow they could not move they were just i don't know i felt like i was stuck in that place and after what seemed like an eternity i mean it was just a seven minutes but i felt like i was there for ages so I gave this speech. I mean, I don't know if it was, it wasn't that bad. But, but what I remember was I spoke really fast. I don't know if people got what I was saying. I think they did. But I was speaking really fast. And I mean, there's so many things I could have done differently. But it was my first speech. And I was so scared. And I finally got done with it. And I went, when I sat down, I was like, Fuchs, this is done. You guys. Time for evaluations came and my evaluator unfortunately didn't give me a great evaluation. I mean, I knew I hadn't done well, but at the same time, you know, there's this thing we do in Toastmasters where we emphasize using the sandwich sandwich method of giving feedback whereby you 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 talk about someone's strength or what they did well in their speech, what they the areas they could improve, and then you sum it up again and you know with recommendations but also emphasizing what they did really well but i'll not repeat what her evaluation was but those words are still echoed in my memory and it crushed me i remember leaving that meeting i had a friend who had come with me to that meeting because i told people i'm going to a speech please come by and you know people try to talk to me after the meeting to console me because i mean no one does that in toastmasters you're not supposed to crush someone's dreams i felt like that evaluation kind of crushed my dreams but then you know i went home with a lot of with a with a head loaded with thoughts thinking what am i going to do am i really good at this will i ever overcome my fear of public speaking what happens next so i made a resolve that i resolved that me quitting and not going back would be me accepting that I was defeated, that I would forever be fearful, and that I don't know that I would gain anything from that. So that was around early 2018. 2018. So after that, I never to give any other speeches. I was it early 2018 or sometime in 2017 I think it was sometime in 2017 like towards the end of 2017 I never gave any speeches again I was like I'm done okay I didn't I didn't really say I'm done with this but as I let again fear take control because I was like what if I attempt again and I do terribly like I did the first time so I was still at Toastmaster and actively engaged but behind the scenes because I was volunteering on a public relations committee, I was publicizing Toastmasters and I mean I believe in the cause of Toastmasters and everything that they do because I mean it's incredible, I mean the people are great, they're very, su- they're super supportive, it's like this family where everyone is drawing on each other, 
to get to get better and i like that it's kind of a setup for people from different walks of life professionals business people i mean near more kinds of professions than toastmasters are uh, people who you listen to uh, speaking and they're like well this is really this one is really good but what are they doing here but the fact that they are there because they know they can actually become better from peer evaluation and things like that so it's it's one of those things you 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 join and you become humbled by the energy that people bring by how people show up and how people present themselves and this whole spirit of wanting to learn and to get better at what everyone is doing while supporting each other so i was like you know this is the energy i want to be around so i kept going but then not really <laughs> i wasn't speaking <laughs> and then i remember this this one time uh one toastmaster gave a speech and i don't know if it was the speech or kind of like an orientation and the calling uh calling us out toastmasters to be engaged because and she said something that was very pro- profound also that i remember today and she was like, you know, when you when you go to the gym and you have uh, you have intentions of maybe you want to lose weight, or you want to to become healthier, or you want to whatever you takes you to the gym, you do not achieve it by getting to the gym every other day and watching people work out. You're supposed to do the work yourself. And she was like, that's how Toastmasters works, because as much as you know, you pay subscription. No one is going to force you to give speeches. No one is going to force you to take up any roles. No one is going to push you to do anything. You're supposed to be self-motivated and remember your why. Why you actually doing Toastmasters and you know that you know, I came here to learn. So I need to do these speech projects and get better. So I was like, oh, wake up, cold Brenda. Like, <laughs> power through the fear and the nerves and attempt your speeches. Do your speeches and get them done. So dear friends, what happened next, I'll tell you in the next episode. But it's just an interesting journey, uh, seeing where I've come from in 2017 up to where I am at in 2021 right now. And the, bit, the fact that I'm here sharing this story is something that is a bit surreal. But I'm sharing this so that if there's probably someone out there dealing with the same challenge, that you can do this, you just have to to want it bad enough that you actually go out and work on it or find the resources that are going to help you address this challenge until next time stay tuned